Welcome to Behind the Buttons, our show going behind the scenes here at Two Buttons Deep, showing you what goes on into creating the fastest growing media company in upstate New York. I'm Joe Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Captain Jack and the Buttonista. Today's episode is presented to you by Saranac Brewing. Saranac Brewing has created distinct, award-winning, handcrafted beer for over 130 years right in Utica, New York, including Utica Club, Saranac Pale Ales, and our choice drink of today, Saranac Winter Ale. Have you guys tried this one yet? No, baby. Ooh, oh, not yet. It's too bad because Saranac Winter Lager is a high sneaky contender for one of my favorite winter beers. Really? I'm loyal to Sam Adams, but I've been trying this Saranac Winter Lager. It's got some hints of wild berry and honey and cinnamon. And trust me when I say it's an absolute delight to drink. An absolute delight. Look at that. I yes. wish you didn't look at the label because I was actually going to test you and see if you knew what the notes were because I feel like that's a very sophisticated thing to yeah. describe lots things. Of in, hops. In lots of hops. Lots of hops. Listen, I'm just endorsing. I'm no... I'm not sophisticated. No. I just like to drink. And you're, oh, you are a proper two buttons deep. So I'll take it. Look True. at that. And also, if you hurt your body, call Martin Harding and Mazzotti. Dedicated and trusted personal injury attorneys hurt in an accident and need help? Call the heavy hitters 1 800 Law 1010. The heavy hitters do it again. Call 1 800 Law 1010. Oh, look at that. I Speaking of heavy hitters, upstate diners. Mm-hmm. Yes. That. We talked about this last week. Yes. And now you've begun the journey to find the best diners in the capital region. I don't even know if we're searching to find it because I think they're all the best in their own way. Oh, look at that. Equal and opportunity. Yeah. I feel very good about this project. You know, there's some pieces of content that we push out and it makes me a little anxious or, you know, you're worried about what people think and the feedback. But I put this out. It's as pure as gold. And I'm like, ah, oh, I feel great putting this out because we're just highlighting and that's what we did at Rue 50 it was killer great way to kick it off vibes only vibes only we're not judging you know the actual quality of what we're served we just ask them for their specialty what are they known for and then we just describe the vibes because that's what it's all about is there a certain item that you would not try if it's if they said oh here's the special would you disavow and be like, nope, I can't do it, or you're willing to try it out, do whatever? There's only one food in the lo- in the world that I don't like. What's that? Whipped cream cheese. What the fuck? <laughs> First of all, that probably won't be on a specials list, so I think you're good. Sure hope not. What if they said like a tuna melt? I love tuna melts. Okay, good. Those I are delicious. Right I hope I get served a tuna melt along our upstate diner journey. But no, to answer your question, I think we're here for everything. Timing-wise, obviously, it's ideal to visit a diner in the morning hours, you know, when eggs are still palatable. Uh, we did do an afternoon trip for this first one, so we did a little turkey club, little situation on the side, mm-hmm. lunch-wise. Great mac salad, by the way. That mm-hmm. didn't make the recap because we were pretending it was breakfast. True. But, um I'm open to anything. French toast. Not a huge Benedict girl, but I think we'll get there. Yeah. You know, depending a- on the class. Any Benedict. No I, Benedict. I don't think so. I just haven't met a Benedict I really love. No, really? like crab Benedict. No egg Benedict. Almost did a fried chicken one that is on the oh. specials menu at Triangle Diner. I like I the would sound go of that. there because I trust Triangle Diner with everything. And they might have cream cheese situations for you over there because they got a lot of breakfast sandwich specials with like goat cheese, honey. It's fucking phenomenal. Anything but whipped cream cheese, I will try. What? 
But you like regular cream cheese? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Couldn't have enough. You should talk to your therapist about this. Something seems wrong here, right? Yeah, it's the way whipped cream cheese is produced. It's nasty. It's a terrible texture. How do you know how it's so, produced? So you want what? Sliced cream, cream cheese? I, mean, I just I, like normal cream cheese. Philadelphia. Give it to me right from the packet. I will drink it. But so you want, cream you cheese? Want don't, cream cheese bricks. That's what you yeah. want. I love cream cheese bricks. That's okay. the best way to serve it. Like we learned at... Uh, Oh, boy. Kinder uh, Hook. Oh, uh, Broad Street Broad Street Bagel. Philadelphia cream cheese is the best in the game, but their whipped is not. It's a weird thing to be not. Anyways, we did not get served whipped <laughs> cream cheese, thankfully. We went to Route 50 Diner in Boston Spa. Had a very, uh, you know, same thing with Big Tip Energy. We just trusted our gut. We didn't plan it. Like, we have to go to one tomorrow. We're not planning it. We'll figure it out. And the stars aligned because we sit down, and this diner as you described, Americana, classic Americana, everything you want. Every inch of the walls was covered with veteran recognition, most of them local people, their customers who brought their own pictures in, and just huge, you know, for the heroes, pay it forward kind of people. And the server comes up to us halfway through, and she's like, someone paid for your meal. You guys are good. And they're like, this happens a lot around here. So we're like, oh, God. <laughs> now what? They picked the right people because obviously we got to act on this. And I didn't know if they recognized us, but this was our first stop on the tour. I, I didn't imagine they would. So we made the decision to pay for the entire restaurant's bill, which was a true gamble because there was probably a dozen people there. I had no idea how much that would cost. It could be 100 It could be over 1000 But it was worth the gamble, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. I think so. We didn't expect a post about that either, of course. You know, we just kind of rolled into the situation. We had another diner in mind that was closed. And to end up somewhere like that, speaking on the Americana vibes and the veteran, that sort of thing, support our troops. My first impression walking up and in was a little intimidating. Recording in progress. Do we have a special guest? Not yet. Okay. We do have a special guest later in the program. Recording in progress. Um, but sometimes I think like stuff like that can be a little intimidating, like, oh, I'm not a vet. Am I welcome here? You know, not that you and I stick out like sore thumbs, but sometimes we do, depending on what we're doing. So I really appreciated how welcoming the place was, helped, you know, with the good vibe review and really just saw a lot of different people sitting solo, you know, having their lunch, their soups, like just a place that you could go and feel comfortable, which in a way is kind of the... Um, you know, what it means to go a couple buttons deep in a different sense is just truly like being able to let your guard down, you know, enjoy something, whether you're with friends or by yourself and just be in general good company. My parents always used to say, like the best friendships that you have are when you could just like sit in silence together and you don't have to constantly be like talking and filling the time. Love that. And I feel like I could roll up to that diner solo and just sit in silence and just mm-hmm. feel very comfortable, not like I'm in a rush, like you know, I'm right where I belong. I like that. Sitting in silence. That is a big factor. Is when it? you are never thought about that before? Yeah, when you're uncomfortable, you feel like you need to fill the void. Mhm. And not so at like 50. <laughs> no, not but like yeah, think about that with your friendships and your relationships, like can you just chill? Hang out. Mm-hmm. Sit in silence. Which for me is incredibly hard. So you're a really <laughs> special place or person if I can be quiet around you. So let's talk about Brian with his ice scraper. So this was our clip of the week. I think we got to recap the most popular post and maybe you know talk about why it was so popular. But I, I'm happy we're talking about this one because Taylor said something so shocking. Uh, my jaw literally dropped 
during our meeting this week because of what she thought of this video. So Brian, backtrack, probably three or four years ago, we posted a, a video of someone breaking through uh, ice pane on their window, which happens during winter in the Northeast with a Tim Hortons cup. So it's probably in Canada. And that was like one of our first viral videos we ever posted. And then last year, back nine, Bri, who's now on our team, he made a very similar video where he breaks in through the pane. You know, it's, for, it's shot from the interior of the car and he goes, hey, you got an ice scraper? And that was great. We posted it last year, did awesome. Then we posted it again this year, did even better. Best post of the week. And because if you don't know, if you're not in upstate right now, it is Ice City. I think Monday or Tuesday, everyone had an inch or so of ice on their car. Absolute misery. Thank God we can work from home. And so that's why the clip was relevant and it did very well. And then I was talking to Taylor and she was confused about this clip because she thought Brian was bashing his head through the car window. So the first thing I said to Jack was like, not why? just a pane of ice. The no. car. I was, like, I was like, why? I'm like, so now he has to get his window replaced. I was like, that seems like crazy. All for the content. Yeah, the I, content. no, I literally yeah. was like, that seems crazy for the content that like he would like willingly break his window. Like it, it was so crazy to me that I almost thought that wasn't him in the video. Like I thought it was a viral video where it just looked like him because I can't imagine anybody going to those lengths to call safe light repair, safe light replace. <laughs> um, like that just is crazy to me. And Jack explained that. You actually, to get this piece of content, you roll the window down, and it's so icy, in fact, that it looks like a window, but it's just ice, and you break through that. I'm surprised the window came down. Did you know this? Did yeah. you think people broke the window? No. It was it was ice. That's the phenomenon. It looks like a window, though. Like, how would how would someone know that? That's the joke. But it's not a joke. They're breaking something. Like, how is yeah, that Yeah, they're not? breaking ice. They'd have to be calling Martin Harding a Mazzotti if he smash his head through the I rail swear, window and break I, his neck. I swear on my life, for all of these years, all of these videos that we've posted, all that I've seen online, on mm -hmm. funny videos or whatever, I always thought they were just breaking through the window. And I just thought that's insane. <laughs> like, But people do crazy shit to go viral. And Brian is pretty, you know, out there. Like, I think he'd be that committed. And never thought about the aftermath, like blood or glass or anything. Yeah, there's never any blood in any of these. I swear, <laughs> I just thought it was so cold. Like, you know, like you have like super strength and stuff. Like, I just thought, like, <laughs> you thought back nine bra had super strength. <laughs> I just saw the window. Head butts the glass. No, like right. if the window was like so cold, like it would just like perfectly. You know when I'll you give like, you, that. you know when you like drop something and it just like perfectly breaks, like it doesn't shatter, like something like that. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> what? I just saw like. It's just like physics, Jack. It's I it just I thought it was physics. So yes. I am absolutely fucking mind blown. Like my whole week has changed. Like honestly, my whole perspective, like on the internet, has changed because I've been duped for like years. And I can't. <laughs> I will say this: there's no way I'm the only one. It the, looks like someone's breaking through a window. Isn't that the point? That's the joke, and that's the phenomenon. But what's that, the but, what do but you mean there's joke? No, there's no cuts. There's no blood. There's but what, nothing because, else. What is a joke? Because what is a joke? it is such an outrageous <laughs> climate that. Of pain of ass. <laughs> I mixed my two captions. It was winter can be a pain and winter can be a pain in the ice. There is a pain of ice that is so thick that you can, you know, what you probably got to warm the car up a little bit. The physics, you know, 
makes it makes it be able to wiggle and gives it some lubrication and it goes right down. This has never happened. That's to me. not really physics, but all right, go on. That's one thousand percent physics. But I just think you must go outside so little during cold <laughs> temperatures that you've never experienced this upstate phenomenon. This has never happened to my car, and I've always had an automatic car starter. There we go. Pat and bougie. There we go. That's um, a, that's a challenge, right? What that I don't go outside or that yeah. I have an automatic car. Yeah, both. That you you're not really embracing upstate winter in that way. No. Yeah, your stories today were killing me. It, I'm Just being exuding honest. negativity. I'm being honest. You though. know what? When you you know what I say about going outside. I don't even give me that because you told me a whole run around the other day where you forgot to wear a jacket and it, well, it threw you for a loop. So happens, don't even tell me. Happens to the best of us. You don't. Even, I haven't seen you in a coat once this whole winter. I wore a coat here tonight. What are you talking about? I disagree. Um, listen, it's just not. It's not a fashionista's like time of year. You know, I'm not. I'm not thriving in this weather. You know, you're wearing shapeless clothes today. I look like I could give you an oil change after this. <laughs> like it's just not. It's not motivating in that sense. That's sure. why I'm secretly working behind the scenes to better myself during these times. So you picked the worst time to be sober, in my opinion. But the, exactly, this is where it spirals for people. Like this yeah. is this is the time of year when people put on all the weight because they're just like sad. We're hibernating. Like, I'd rather be able to go balls to the walls in the summer. Like the last time I got my, you know, they say summer bodies are built in the winter. Last time I did this, I had my summer body in the winter, and that wasn't good for anybody. I had to hide my summer body all winter, okay. but that was when I was in my prime. <laughs> so I'm trying to reverse the situation now. And I do that by staying inside and keeping the positivity to myself mm-hmm. and putting the negative on everybody else because that's what plays. True. People like the misery. People, you know who doesn't like the misery though? Billy Floyd. Billy Floyd, our special guest. He's hopping on on Zoom because oh my God. we had another clip of the week. Absolute legendary night up in Glens Falls. If you haven't seen it, I'll describe it to you briefly. Billy is the... In arena MC at the Adirondack Thunder. He's the one hyping up the crowd, doing all the games. And two celebrities went to Glens Falls. And if you don't know them, you should look them up. We got Frank the Tank and Coach Duggs, a.k.a. the Barstool Units from Barstool Sports. And they went to, I think they're doing some sort of minor league hockey tour where they're going all over the Northeast and visiting all of the affiliates and they, our time came for Glens Falls, and we almost went. We wanted to do a two buttons deep night on the town in Glens Falls. Ended up not working out with COVID and everyone's schedule, so I bumped it back. But we missed a legendary night in Glens Falls because Frank the Tank made absolute history. Billy, are you there? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. What's fine. up, bud? Crystal clear. We're locked in. Frank the tank. Frank the tank. Frank the tank. Go. I'm still riled up. Come on. Oh, Billy. So you were you were with Frank the tank and Coach Dugs on ice. What was you know they were there for the game, but what was the game or the event you were doing with them? Well, it was the Roselle shot to win. It was pretty incredible, and a lot of people don't know these defined details because everybody saw the center ice shot from Frank. But before that, 
a part of the Roselle shot to win is every contestant, which is Coach Dougs and Frank, gets two shots from the blue line on the ice for a chance to win $100. And then they take the shot from center ice to win $500. So we go out there. I set the scene. We got Frank the Tank. We got Coach Dougs. And Frank the Tank makes his first shot. He makes it from the blue line and everybody goes nuts. Yep. Everybody was going bonkers. He makes the blue shot. Coach Doug's didn't come even close. And then we went back to center ice and Frank knocked it in from there. And he went two for three, hitting it through those tiny little slivers on that board that goes across the net. You can't make this thing up. I got to be honest. So that clip went viral. You're all over Barstool. So many outlets were talking about it. Um, luckily... Joey from Given Funda, he 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 called me and he was like, "Yo, you got to get this clip up." So we did, but I was watching it and I I thought you were you almost went to a new level of viral because when you were celebrating, you grabbed on to Frank the Tank, like you put your arm around him and was like almost bear hugging him. But he's a big dude trying to balance on the ice, and I thought you were about to knock his ass to the ground <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> You were so excited. I, so I'm just like, brace. And I thought that would have been something else if you did that. I'm grateful that he didn't fall over. It would have been <laughs> Very magnanimous about that. Right after that heroic feat on the ice. And I didn't even realize, you know, he kind of grabbed me. And it looked like he didn't want to be grabbed. But when a moment like that happens, what are you supposed to do? You got to go give that guy a bear hug. You got to go absolutely bonkers. And it was a moment where... You're not even really thinking. You're just going off of your instinct and going off of the energy and the vibe that we created. If he fell, all hell probably would have broken loose. I don't know what would have happened, but he stayed on his feet. He's the greatest hockey player in the history. I don't even know. Of, of all time, he's in that conversation with Sidney Crosby. <laughs> Everybody's tweeting about him. Everybody's saying it. His legacy will live forever, especially in Glens Falls. Unbelievable. Just so much fun. I mean, those guys, you know, compared to the whole Barstool crowd, they've certainly carved out their little niche. Coach Duggs was basically a fictional character that they brought to life. So to kind of see these two on the road doing some small town stuff and then making it such a big deal in Glens Falls. We know that hockey team's been around forever, ups and downs, and the amount of energy that you could bring to cool insuring arena. Mm -hmm. Like, I really hope this could be you know, kind of a stepping stone to put them on the map even more. I worked for the Valley Cats for a long time, and it was all about that on-field engagement, getting people pumped up, what you could do. You know, we had back nine Bry throwing the first pitch. Like, we have such a cool opportunity to seize and help these organizations really plant their feet in the area once again with a new generation. And just the fact that Barstool even took the trip there in the first place is funny and something that, you know, we probably would have covered in one way or another and to have you this close to the action was just phenomenal. I well, I missed it too. I woke up the next morning. I was sleeping, so I texted it to Jack first thing in the morning. Like I was the first person to see it, yep. and then I checked <laughs> social media and it was everywhere. So I had like a genuine like Christmas morning type of like surprise when I was like, mm -hmm. "No way!" And Jack's like, "Yeah, we posted that like 13 hours ago." <laughs> so it was pretty. I had like a a very good interaction with it myself. You know, I I knew the clip was gonna go viral. I knew it, but like. I didn't want to get ahead of myself. I didn't 
like, you know, live that moment to go viral. I lived that moment to create that awesome atmosphere in the arena. And I was with Frank taking a selfie with him. Cause I was like, I'm going to tweet a selfie of him with the pucks. And then all of a sudden one of the interns is like, dude, it's everywhere. Look, look, look. And this video is already blowing up within minutes. And that was so cool too. All the interns with the team, I'm very close with all of them. They're huge Barstool fans. And you could see a little part of them in the video and they were pointing themselves out. They were so <laughs> excited that we made it on there. All the other staff who was always not stressed in a bad way, but just working so hard during the games. I'm always talking to them and, and you can tell they're always on edge. They're always looking out for everything. A huge weight was off their shoulders. Just the energy was so positive. Everybody who works hard, everybody who's a part of the Thunder, they got to all be a part of probably the greatest moment in the history of that arena. So it just made it all worth it. And I'm glad that you got to wake up to that, Taylor. That's like yeah. Christmas morning. I, it was wild because I, I kind of I forgot about it, too. Like we had those plans and it was just phenomenal. So job well done on your part. Very cool to create that atmosphere for the people thank and the you, fans. Thank you. It was incredible. I've said it from the get, taking that opportunity as the MC host, even up in Glens Falls, which seems so far away. I have a feeling it's going to lead to huge things for you, Billy. I, this video is still making the rounds, so I hope something positive comes out of it for you. Appreciate you bringing the positive energy as always, and uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. And if I can add one more thing, let's hear a it. Great lesson to go along with. The Adirondack Thunder is, you know, when I came home quitting the news, the Adirondack Thunder wasn't even a thought. It was me doing what my gut was telling me to do. My gut was telling me to be here and do what I have to do. It led me to you guys. And then that led the Thunder to me. So don't chase. Don't try to force anything. Just literally do what you want to do. And all the opportunities that you know you want will just magically come to you like this one came to me. And I have all the thanks to give to you guys for giving me the opportunity to work with y'all so they could come hit me up and be a part of what they're doing. And that's why we're here talking about Frank, Frank the, the tank. tank. Frank, Frank the, the tank. tank. Frank, Frank the, the tank. Frank the tank. Maybe, you, maybe he can Thank call in. so much. Thank you, Billy. Thanks, Billy. All right. See you guys. You know, I thought about having, because now they're buddies, Frank the Tank and Billy. Right. They're social media buddies, so I was thinking about having him play that card and get Frank on, but Billy's perspective is is invaluable, so glad oh, we captured that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's his, he's just so genuine and, like... He, he has so much positive energy. He makes you really believe, like, the things that he's saying, which, like, <laughs> speaking of, like, negativity, like... It's so easy to just not think the way that he does. Mm -hmm. But, like, is he wrong? Like, yeah. he, he's saying these things were just going to come his way, and he was patient. And, like, when he talks, I really believe that. Like, I, I think he's right. You just kind of ride the wave, put your work in, you know, maybe be quiet about it sometimes, be bold about it other times, and see what the hell's going to happen. He needs to have his own TED Talk. He, he needs That's to. What he, no, I right. think he That's needs, a like, a... This. I don't even, oh, maybe a TED Talk. I don't know who does TED Talks anymore. Is that out? People still do that. I feel like that's very passe. Ooh. Ooh. Passe? Yeah. What does that mean? Out. Out? 95K. Oh. Mm -mm. Billy, if anybody could bring it back, it's Billy. No, Billy he talks. needs like Billy a. Billy Floyd will bring him back. He needs like a, you know, you take like a B12 shot in the morning. Like, you just need that. Like, does he do, like, any kind of morning, <laughs> Billy like, Billy 12 Instagram? shot? Yeah, there you go. I'm sure he has some routine. Imagine waking up with Billy over your head and your pillow. Like, get up! Get up! You it's got it! Day. Drop and give me 20 or 10, whatever you want. 
That's what you you. need. Right. (laughs) So you're not complaining about the weather and all, everything that's going on. It's just the weather. Everybody talks about the fucking weather. (laughs) I know, and I hate it. Why do you hate the weather so much? Why do you, if you're, first of all, I've seen so many people, if you think I'm inappropriately dressed, like go out into the world. Like I saw someone at Target the other day in a full-blown tank top, crop top, belly Mm -hmm. hanging out. She was making a statement for sure. (laughs) A lot of color. It was like a goth vibe. Mm -hmm. Like that's not acceptable. Coats are not that expensive. You'd be surprised. There's coats on sale everywhere. You can get coats. You can get free coats. You can donate coats. There's no reason to go out dressing the way that some people do, okay? So that's part of the reason why I'm upset about the weather. Because when I see people dressed inappropriately, I feel sad for them. And I'm like, it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Either don't go out or just find a coat. You can, yeah. I promise you can find a coat. And if you can't, I'll find one for you. So that's part of the reason why I'm upset about the weather. But Second of all, you don't enjoy this. But what if she doesn't want to wear a coat? Fuck off. What if she doesn't believe in coats? Fuck off. Then, 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 I don't know. People are like, oh, you chose to live here. I hate that when people say that. Why? This life chose me. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Talk yeah, to you Billy. chose you to be here. here. And you're not a tree. You can go anywhere. When Billy Trees said, can move, too. Billy says manifest whatever, there will be a two buttons deep Miami Palm Springs. There will be, that's. What, well, Miami Palm Springs, which one? Those are two very so, different places. I'm just places. saying, who knows where the wind blows? And are you going to be there full time? Who knows or just, where the snow goes? I mean, I, listen. I would love to be a snowbird. Are you? A, can I be a snowbird? Can we got to make a lot more money before you can be a like one or two bi coastal. I don't even snowbird. need to be bi coastal. I'll, I'll go down to the. So East you're Coast. just saying full time in Palm Springs? No, I'll do. I'll be Florida girl first. I'll do. I'll be like a snowbird, like your aunt Kathy or whatever. Okay, I don't know what you mean by that. People that go, like, I will like leave the return, come yeah, back like, like, like the a bird. Golden Girls. Yeah. I'll find a tree, a palm tree, because trees don't move. God damn it. It's, it's This went down the wrong road. <laughs> I just think this is like, no, I let's just say this. Like it's it's horrible that we get into this every year. Right? Like I'm I hate having the conversation. I hate feeling the way that I do. I hate the small talk. I hate the chit chat. I hate the school clothes. Like it's so lame. Okay. I know what you wanted to say, but okay. It's just late. <laughs> like, it's just so cheesy that we have to do this every year. Yeah. But you got caught up in it. Like, I'm very caught up right now. Can you tell? Well, do you remember my resolution last winter was to never talk about the weather? Did you? Yeah. Went the entire winter without bringing it up once. And I'm... I would shut it down as soon as it got brought up in conversation. Like, there's nothing. Of course, nobody loves the cold, but you can find ways to thrive in it. You can find but ways to embrace it. What are you going to do to thrive? Embrace what the winter has to offer. Which is what? Like for you, I'm serious. What is that for? What does that mean for you? I think someone could learn from that. I like embracing the concept of hibernation, mm-hmm. warm fires, okay. Netflix series, hanging with my SO, my dog, just like. You're I, very into SO, by the way, lately, I noticed. My my girlfriend. So <laughs> Ooh, you have a girlfriend? <laughs> I just think it's a great time to like, just kind of, you know, huddle down, enjoy what you have. I guess it's because I'm lucky enough to, you know, live in a cool place with people I love. Not everyone is in that situation, but I I enjoy just embracing it. And then I just think it makes the summer months that much sweeter. And that's why I'm a big fan of the four seasons. I would never, ever want to live in a place that does not have the four seasons. I think life would go by so quick because you wouldn't know the difference between winter and summer. 
I love the divide. You can say, oh, yeah, that happened in winter because you associate things with how you feel and, you know, physically how you feel with the weather. So I like having the segments. I like the idea of kind of toning down, shutting down a little bit, resting up, and then having all the energy you need to go crazy all buttons deep throughout the summer. So I accept that. So real quick, because as we're talking about winter, and I'm going to change up the order a little bit, Buffalo road trip. Mm. The, wor- the worst place to go in the yep. winter is Buffalo, New York. Great yes. segue, because I do, to go along with what you're saying, I, I know I will make memories that are worth it in the winter. Like, I know I will have fun. I will go to the cozy spots. I don't like to stay inside. I was so bored all weekend. I was like seven years old. I said it 150 times. Like I almost got grounded because I, which would be the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was, I can't keep myself occupied in a controlled setting like that. I need to explore. I need to go out and do my thing. And it's very deterring to do that right now. However, heading to Buffalo will be one of my top tier winter memories that will make it go by faster. And Bring a little something new. We'll change the scenery. That's what I'm looking for right now. Have you been to Buffalo in the winter before? I've never been to Buffalo ever. Ooh. How many times have you been there? I've been to Buffalo three or four times. All of them are plagued with pretty bad memories. Really? College. Right? Like college time. Never visited Buffalo during college. I almost, I went to visit Buffalo State. I almost went there. But I, my first memory, and it is a bad thing with winter when it's a pain in the ice, I was 16, barely. I must have had my permit. I was going to a volleyball tournament with my dad out in Buffalo. And it was kind of one of his macho parent moments where he made me drive during a snowstorm so I could get experience. And it was pitch black. It was like, you know, you're in Star Trek. You can't see 10 feet in front of you. It's just snow flying. They look like stars. Just white knuckle driving down I-90 or whatever it is. And I hated it. And that's the only thing I remember from that trip. I remember nothing else. And then most recently, I was going to Ohio over the summer with my SO. And we stopped in Buffalo. And at this point, it was when we kind of thought we were moving on from COVID. Everything was great. Numbers were down. In Albany, rarely people were wearing masks. So we go to Buffalo and we notice more people are still wearing masks, which is fine. We just didn't have any on us. And we went to this vegan restaurant. And long story short, ended up basically getting cussed out by the owner for not wearing a mask, even though we already were eating like in their back patio, but then went in to get like silverware and they just made it this huge ordeal and we're not confrontational people. It's not what we're into. We were not, you know, saying we shouldn't have a mask. We just physically didn't have them. And it was a very weird moment that made us hustle and bustle right the hell out of Buffalo. So I'm excited to go back though. Hate that. So I've gone to Buffalo twice. Okay. Well, almost three times, but we won't talk about the third Almost time. three times. Uh, one for a cider convention, and then last year in the summer for a press conference. And I found Buffalo in both the winter, the deep of winter, and the deepness of summer to be a beautiful place. I hear very good things about it. I think it has a little bit of culture. I think it has an art scene. I think it has a lot of parallels and similarities to sort of the up-and-coming attitude that people kind of blanket the capital region with. My parents used to live in Buffalo before they came to the capital region. Um, I don't, I'd have to ask them what they said about it. Not much. Um, but the reason why we're going is to capture a quintessential upstate New York experience, which is the Bills Mafia. During a playoff game, mm-hmm. after they've clinched the AFC championship playing, 
the New England Patriots in this game. Mm-hmm. This will be their first full-capacity home playoff game since 1996. That's right. Obviously, the Bills Mafia is legendary. We've always wanted to cover them, and this is just the perfect moment. So we're still putting together our plan. <laughs> we got the Airbnb, but we don't have a plan. Yeah, we have absolutely no plan. I mean, obviously, I think the biggest thing is tailgating. Um, you know, I would love to see if we could connect with some Capital Region, you know, followers, fans, or just straight up people where we could kind of hop on to something. Because that's the thing with like tailgating and events and stuff is like, it's the more the merrier. And like, you kind of got to know what you're doing. You know, you got to have your spot, you got to have your, you know, your food and your setup. Like you don't just wing it. You don't just show up to a parking lot and hope for the best. You know, we've all been there, done that at concerts when we were younger, and you see the people and you point to them and you go, wow, they're killing it right mm-hmm. now. They've got the grill going. They've got the heat, you yep. know, the heat source. They've got it all. So ideally, if we're trying to capture the tailgate, otherwise we'll be doing normal Buffalo things, sure. getting recommendations, seeing the city for what it is. Um, are we going to go to Niagara Falls? Uh, we can. I don't want to. I was no. just, I was just saying that. You should in the I should? That's yes. different. Well, no, I mean, you make the drive, go up there, because in the winter, especially if it's, like, snowing, it's a beautiful, frosty place. See, I don't find beauty in frosty places. Yeah, you might. You <laughs> so might. I don't you know. This, might, this road trip could change your mind. It could. I thought you were going to say, gonna say it could change my life. I'm like, how It'll so? be the Hallmark movie. I mean, it, it, I mean, change your life, too, but let's not. <laughs> let's hope it doesn't. Uh, but, Joe, yeah. you tweeted today that the worst drive in America is New York to Buffalo. Uh, Albany to Buffalo. Albany to well, Buffalo. Well, fuck. I'm like, because there's nothing to it's, see. It's desolate. It's, it's flat. It's straight. Everything. Yes. Got any Roy Rogers? Uh, there might be a Roy Rogers. Ooh, cannot wait till all the rest stops are finished with Shake Shack. Chick-fil-A. Shake, shake no, Shack. Shake Shack. Oh, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. And Chick-fil-A and Panera. No. Good. Panera? They're going to be options. so elevated. That's going to be incredible. Yeah. Then it won't be the worst ride at all. No. But who's, it, who's driving? You are. Fucking. <laughs> we'll drive your car. I knew we had to drive my car. Actually, I don't know, because now the people that we, we invited, they have to leave like later Friday and be back on Sunday. And I think if we're going to go to Buffalo, we have to have like a full 48 to 72 hours. Why don't they just come Saturday, then? I think we might just tell them to come separately. Yeah, have them come Saturday morning mm-hmm. and leave. They'll do one night. We'll do two nights. Yeah. Because no that works. way they're not, no offense, but they're not in our way Friday. We can do whatever we want. We can go anywhere. We can do anything. Here's <laughs> my biggest dilemma, though. We'll nail the details, but do you think I can sustain from alcohol, or do I use my... I said Sober January should have, like, who wants to be a millionaire rules. You know, like, phone a friend, ask yeah. the audience. Like, So I'm debating whether I play that card for one weekend to really enjoy Buffalo, and it's going to be cold, so I'm going to need some liquid mm-hmm. courage and insulation, mm-hmm. even though I'm very well insulated right now, and that's part of the problem. Um, I'm just afraid if I do that, if I pull those cards out, I won't be able to get back on the train. I'll just say, cards in the air, just screw it. But here's the thing. This is the biggest test for you, because going to Buffalo during so- secret sober, Jane, not so secret. It's sober. not so secret. But if you go to Buffalo and you don't have a... A single ounce of alcohol, then you know you're good. I know. Yeah, but good from what? From it, not it, having it's, a, it's the best time it's possible? Fortitude. No, you were talking about sober January is all mental. Lock so if in. you can't lock in after a fun weekend in Buffalo, because I think, and I don't want to pressure you, but you're going to compromise the weekend if you don't drink, because you're going to be the one on camera at the tailgate. Mm. And if you're turning down beers, people are going to be like, oh, 
Who you're like, yeah, you're lame. Like, oh. yeah, I thought it was like, you know, you know, like I always preach to my friends that are more boring than I. Like, it's you can have fun while sober because I have a lot of friends that turn down like social opportunities yeah. because they don't want to drink. And I've always been of the mindset that, you know, you can go out and have fun without drinking, um, which is true. I just don't want to find out. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I've, I went to a open bar black tie event during dry January three years ago. That was tough. It yeah. just, I don't, it doesn't seem like it's for me. So we'll see, TBD. But we do need some recommendations on things to do in Buffalo, uh, things to see, things to eat, mm-hmm. maybe things to drink. I think you got to drink. You got to have at least one Labatt. Is that their thing? Yeah. The zebra print Labatt. That's, you've joined the Bills Mafia before. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Are we going to wear zebra print? I think you got to go all out. So uh, hopefully we'll ask for recommendations and hopefully people can tell us where we go to get the proper apparel so we can blend in. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jack, from your perspective, what is the purpose? Why is Two Buttons Deep investing in a weekend like this? What are we trying to accomplish? We've done a similar video in Schenectady, which I'd like to emulate, where we went to Schenectady and four people did four different things. Someone went to the bar. I think you went to 20 North, which has the best wings in town. Jordan interviewed a comedian at Proctor's, and we also had someone on the gambling floor at the casino, and then we had to delete the whole video because the New York State Gaming Commission had no filming, but we weren't told that, so... It was a great video, though, and it was so such a bummer. We had to delete, like, 10 minutes of great content all for a four-second clip. But that concept of us going and all conquering different things and really showing every element of a city, I think, is a fascinating new outlet that we can accomplish. You always see blogs and, you know, local papers being, like, 48 hours in X town. I think we are about to revolutionize that concept. We could do that, 48 hours in Buffalo. And just conquer everything that our followers suggest that we should do. Or our little heart's desire. Yeah. I like to play things by ear. I love it. I think this also will help me get into the travel game. This is how I expand down the East Coast. Just start going more cities. <laughs> 40, it's like, oh, 48 hours, really? Again? Yep. Here you go. Yep. I just do a road trip, and I break it up in 48-hour increments, and I end up in Florida. It's going to be 96, actually. 96 what? Hours. If I what? That's double the time because you're enjoying it so much you want more. Yeah, I'll make it a year. I'll make it whatever 365 times 24 is. You'd be lonely. Send me out. You'd be lonely. I would be lonely. You'd miss us. Be bored. Speaking of loneliness. Where is this going? Wilton Mall. Well, oh, no, ball. we can't end the show without talking no, about this No, no, we, uh, we still have more thing to talk about. We, so. we, well, we checked in with Wilton Mall this week, and it was one of the saddest things I've ever done. I check in with Wilton Mall frequently because I live near there, yeah. and there are some reasons to go there. On the outside. On the outside. Um, Jack and malls don't really mix anyway, and the reason why we ended up at Wilton Mall was very peculiar to begin with. So it really was an interesting endeavor that led us there. So we went there because I wanted to promote a campaign called Pores for Paws, where they were benefiting a group called Hope which helps save dogs and cats locally. So we reach out to Hope, which is based in Wilton Mall, and we asked to go meet up with them and do a little promotion. And they said, oh, this is great, but we're not going to have any dogs because there's bunnies. And we're like, okay, cats and bunnies. Fine. So we go all the way to Wilton Mall, and it was depressing because I was walking around a place that I haven't been in 20 years, 
And I remember it was never the busiest mall, but I remember going there with my family and it would, I remember what it was. And to just walk in there with no warning and just see everything dead. There was one little Chinese place in the food court. Everything else was shuttered. The movie theater was shuttered. It was just legitimately desolate and depressing. And we're looking around the mall for hope and we don't see hope. There's no hope. We, no hope at, no all. Hope at this mall. But we see one place right in the center called Hop. It has a very similar logo. And inside is just a ton of bunnies. Just a ton, a ton of, bunnies, of bunnies. Just not even like permanent crates. Just like, you know, crates he would set up in the middle of the living room. Just walls. And I'm like, I did not get bamboozled here by bunnies. Like, why? I would never promote bunnies in my life. I don't like them. I'm here for the dogs. I compromised with cats, and now it's 20 bunnies and nothing else. 20 bunnies. Yeah. So I'm literally like, I'm not going in here. Let's go. F- like, we ha- it has to be somewhere else. But I'm like, what are the odds of there being a hope and a hop? We completely lost hope, and we're looking around. It's not there. And so we text, uh, you know, the rep from the campaign, and sh- it ends up being, like, far off of a hallway, kind of down away and then there's hope and like what are the odds there's two bunny stores in this desolate mall but that's what we found out so we found the hope there were cats they were cute and you know we kicked it off but it was just like it it makes me feel a little sad because in the in the similar way of clifton park mall like it it has the home goods on the outside it has a grocery store but people are just going into that store they're not coming to the middle mall part and what if they did though? What would they find if they came to the metal mall part? Because you no left, hope. Uh, excuse me, you left with a pretty extraordinary purchase <laughs> in the middle of the mall, which I is did. why I thought we were telling this story. I, I got bamboozled again, so I'm in Wilton. Nothing is happening in this mall. Yep. Maybe two souls are walking around, except there's this little lady standing at a folding table with a bunch of hats. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. She's just sitting there and she's looking right at me the entire time we're looking at the bunny store. How many store. hats? And what, she has and what about, kind of hats? She has about 15 knit hats. They didn't look like hats to me. They, I don't know what they were. Okay. So she didn't even know. I, she's staring at me as we're having this bunny debacle of like, because I was not going to go and promote these bunnies. So we finally walk away and she calls me over. And this is before we found the other place. So we're still kind of scattered brained. And she calls me over and she's like, are you Irish? And I was like, yeah. And she's, I'm like, my name's John Fitzgerald. She's like, ah, you're as Irish as it gets. You can see this. And I'm like, oh, my God. And she runs around, and she picks up a lime green knit hat thing that she made. And she goes, only Irish people can see the 3D in this hat. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, she holds it up. She's like, can you see it? And I'm looking at this knit hat, and I'm like, well, of course physically it's 3d like yeah they're stitching but i'm i I didn't know if i was supposed to see something bigger and then she looks at taylor she's like oh well you're italian so you can't see it and i'm completely bought in i love this lady she is so dedicated to this craft in the middle of wilton mall we are the only souls there and she just completely grabbed onto us and won my heart over did she win yours she's a salesperson the first problem was that of course she was polite and said can i borrow a minute of your time Mm. i go to a lot of malls 
I'm fast. It's never I'm just quick. a minute. It's, it's never, a minute. never a minute, and I never say yes. In in this case, we had a meeting to run to. We had a valid excuse. But of course, Jack is in it for the story. Mm-hmm. Sure, I have a minute of my time. So not only does she have this special 3D design, she's going over every single knot in every single hat. So she touched every hat on the table. We can't touch it though. Jack goes to take a picture. Oh, no filming. I'm copyrighted. Okay, got it. She is telling us about stitches. Oh, I make this one? I don't know how to make no more. I can't make any more. That's it. One one stitch. That's done. Oh, you like that, don't you? Oh, you like this one. Jack looks away. Look at me. Okay. She was demanding. I she loved was, it. She was a true salesperson, and I'm I'm already like thinking 10 steps ahead. I'm like, yeah. Jack is 100% buying something yeah. here. They were hats um, with holes in the top, so I think they were scarves. There were some for babies. She said, you guys have, do you know any kids? I said, no. She said, not yet. Like we were a couple. A lot of people thought we were a couple that day. And uh, of course, Jack finds one that he likes. And I know a lot of things about Jack. And he's like, how much? And I'm like, he's only buying this if it's like, he thinks it's like 20 to $25 maybe. How much was it? 50 bucks. Holy smokes. 50 bucks. For this allegedly homemade unfinished hat. It's it's like just picture a knit hat, but the top no top top twenty percent is missing. Yep, no no top. Okay, somewhere between a hat and a headband. So it's a very aerodynamic hat. It's basically yes. a head. It's basically a headband that you could pull down and use as a scarf. So now Jack's hooked up with her Venmo. She's pulling open her text messages oh, to show us pictures boy. of other people mm-hmm. and their hats, rainbows and colors and things Italians would like and Irish and it was. A whole, I was exhausted after that. We had already done like three pieces of content. We'd made our rounds throughout Saratoga and Wilton. And to end it on that note, and then to walk into a cat shelter, which is neither of our happy places, no no reason for us to love the winter, love them all, any of the above, mm-hmm. was truly a trip. And we kind of looked at each other and we're like, you know what? We talk a lot or we, we reflect a lot on some of the cool parts of our job. That day in Wilton Mall was not one of the cool parts of the job. No, it was nothing glamorous. Sad day. Speaking of glamorous. Ooh. Oh. The Golden Button Awards. Ooh. Coming up later this month. Yeah, are you the our master of ceremonies? I apparently am. You got a tux? I do have a tux. Perfect. I wish you wanted your tux from Mr. Formal Wear. But I want the top hat, though. Ooh. I want the top hat. Well, Jack has the bottom hat from his lady. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> the bottom, bottom part of that. Yeah, I, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Don't make fun of my hat. I like it. Are you going to wear it? I could. I thought you were you buying should. it for Hannah as a scarf. I did. Give, <laughs> I, I gave it to Hannah. I really she thought she didn't was... really understand the story. I, I mean, I was like, "There's no way to you can't tell you what it. happened." I'm like, "I bought you a hat." She's like, "Why'd you spend fifty bucks on this?" But I wouldn't I have like, told her it was fifty bucks. I was like, "This." This, there's no way this lady had any other source of income if it's not for me giving her fifty dollars right today. Now. But then she, at the end, she told us she was an engineer. By the way, so and I then don't she know. brought up selling hats. Then she asked me if I've ever heard of Jesus, and I was like, "All right, we're out." Yeah, that was it. We're that, out. That's how most of those type of stories lead. But yes, the Golden Button Awards are fast approaching. Our very first live recap of the year we've had. I'm very excited. We're starting an award show, something I've always wanted to do, and. We got a piece of hardware in today that really makes it feel real. Wait, are you going to reveal it? Yeah, why not? I want everyone to be surprised. You don't want to show the hardware? No, oh. I think we should keep it secret. Ooh, okay. I'm, I'm looking at it right it's now. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. She's E-E-A-utiful. So that's what 
Yeah, I think we leave it off. All right, we'll leave it off camera. That is what the winners of the Golden Button Awards will take home. We got hardware that will go on your shelf. I actually want to win one. We, I hope it's gonna be embarrassing if we don't. I feel like I'm not gonna win anything. Can you imagine? A total shutout. We start this <laughs> yeah. company. I actually we make the contest and then we win no categories. I've, I've already considered this. I'm like, I have to be prepared to not win. So like, no acceptance speeches, right? No one's preparing anything for this. You gotta prepare. There is nothing I hate more during an award show when someone comes up and goes, "Oh, I wasn't expecting, so I didn't prepare." What are you doing? Right. You are a professional in, in the seat. industry you wore a, a dress or a tuxedo. Right. You showed up and you didn't think of the one thing you might need. That's like right. a football kicker going in to kick the final field goal and be like, oh, shit, I didn't work out. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to come down to a I didn't wear shoes tie. today. Right. Yeah. right, right. I didn't think it was going to come to this. Fair. I had it, like, if you're nervous or something, like, there's other ways about it. If anyone, I'm putting this on record now, if anybody says they didn't prepare for their speech for the Golden Button Awards, they're getting kicked out. They're getting we need the security. taken away. Oh, we should have security. I kind of want to take bets on who will say that. I feel somebody will. I know who. <laughs> I have nice. <laughs> but. I didn't prepare for this, but I do have a 2,700-word speech in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who does that. How did that happen? Uh, I'm very excited. We got a bunch of categories. We have a ton of work cut out for us, especially after Buffalo. Going to be one of the craziest weeks. But oh, yeah. honestly, I've just been talking to people. It is so great being full-time with Two oh my Buttons God, Deep. Oh, God, it's the best. I end the day with so much great energy. I'm so busy. Yeah. Like, I, like yesterday, I'm like, I haven't sat down. Like, I, li- it's like. Even though you're sitting down right now. But, like, I just feel like it's, like, one thing to the next thing to the next thing to yeah. the next thing. And then, like, like, I feel like I'm running out of time, which is, like, in a way, it's, like, the best feeling. Because mm-hmm. at any other job I've had, I felt like I had so much extra time. Yeah. Where now, like, almost at the end of the day, I'm more, like, disappointed that it's over because there's so much more I wanted to get done. But you can do it whenever. It's just, it is a really crazy feeling. Like, just, I just feel so fulfilled and so, like, busy is the only word to describe it. And that's the coolest thing. It's, like, the best busy. I yes. love it because it's nothing... Like we obviously have deadlines, but it's always roll over. Like, if right. you don't finish it today, you get up and you're chomping at the bit and you're doing it tomorrow. And it's just such a great place to be. And if anybody is considering pursuing their own endeavor and leaving a job, because we both had jobs that were in our field. We liked the people. They paid well. Like We had no reason to hate that. And we didn't. But you don't realize the sense of freedom and empowerment that comes with being self-employed and truly being in survival mode on your own business. It's so great. And I encourage anybody who's thinking about it to prep well. Don't jump off the cliff and hope you soar. Prep well. Do a couple years of legwork and make it happen. Because I think life is way too short not to. It's crazy to like get like to realize like we write our own checks. Like that to me is like it's probably a, the weirdest thing. Is like incredible thing. our money. Like that's our money. It's basically just our money going back to us. It's just mm-hmm. that to me is the most mind blowing thing. Like as a business owner, we can say like we sustain ourselves and we write our own checks. However, it was slightly demeaning yesterday when I was signing up for health insurance, and she's like, "Can you please restate the name of your employer?" And I'm like, two. <laughs> T-W-O, buttons, like buttons on a shirt. And then I swear to God, without trying, my voice changed. And I just go, deep. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I'm like, what What have we done? So, yeah, that's one thing that comes with being self-employed is you have to get your own health insurance. And it ends in a few days. So I basically, I was like, Taylor, we, we got to get it. Yeah. And I had a nightmare 
of a time trying to sign up for marketplace insurance, which basically means like it's based on your income right. and, and age and not just like the, the set rate by the, the local company. And I got bounced around so many times from phone to internet, back to phone. And at one point I get a call as I was filling stuff out. They're like, oh, we see you're filling stuff out online. Let's just finish it over the phone. I'm like, perfect. I go down a 30-minute rabbit hole telling this guy all my information. He knows my doctor. He gives me, like, the perfect plan that I really want. And uh, it's almost starting to get, like, too good to be true, like dental included, vision included, you know, no deductible. And the only red flag was that he asked me for my credit card before I could, like, really see what we were talking Mm -hmm. about. And I'm like... I think this might be a scam. Yeah. Uh-oh. I did that once with like a hotel uh-oh. rewards uh-oh. thing. Yeah. So I'm literally in deep with this guy Googling as I'm talking to him because he's saying he's from a real company. He mm. knows my doctor, but it just, but the company was from New Jersey and just oh, things Jack. weren't adding up. And I'm like, if I wasn't tech savvy and if I wasn't as self-aware as I am and knowledgeable about NVP and CDPHP and who I should be, you know, who I should be hearing about, I would have thought nothing about it bamboozled now, now, again did he say your doctor's name he asked me for mine but then he was then like he oh this- <laughs> you right and i was because like what like, oh i know your doctor oh that's great <laughs> did he verify did no he, verify? he was like he was like like i said my doctor's name he's like oh yeah this address oh yep it checks off oh, yeah he's with our account jack jack i, I stopped jack. i stopped before the credit jack. card number so he he can have my address i don't care what does he have? Your social security number? I don't recall if I gave oh, him that. Oh, <laughs> I don't think shit. I gave him that. I don't think I gave him that. Mine but was very easy. But I go, oh. and then I finally connect with the New York State woman, and same exact conversation. And the whole time then, I'm like, I don't know if I'm getting scammed. Like, she still mm. asked me the same information, and and then at the end, she's like, all right, MVP will reach out to you. And I still don't know if I have health insurance, but I think I do. I think it, we start February 1st, as okay. far as well, I'm we'll, concerned. We, we will figure that out. By Offline, the, so we don't get more out of any more of Jack's personal information. But those people are, I've gotten almost 100 calls in the last 48 hours. Yeah, you're screwed. They just keep calling me. You're screwed. They know I'm on the hunt. Change your number. I just keep blocking numbers. It's crazy. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Big so time. I think, I is Obamacare still a thing? That's the Affordable Care Act. That's the exchange. Okay. Well, I was yeah. on like a weird Obamacare website that didn't look official. And I think that's what I was it's, on when I got the call. Yeah. It's only the New York State, uh, New York State of Health. That's what it's called. All I'm saying yeah. is I am very tech savvy and I'm a healthy young individual. This should be a breeze of a process. Mm-hmm. And if that, if it was that difficult for me, I bet people are getting bamboozled left and right. If they're old and don't are new to the area, like it was way too easy for me to walk into that. Well, with that, we are out of time. So thanks again to our sponsor, Saranac Brewing and Martin Hardy Mazzotti, and we'll see you next week.